Welcome to the Divine Rebel Podcast. I'm Pavitra Banavar, also known as the Clueless Psychic. I'm a spiritual guide, creative visionary, and holistic healer. If you're on your spiritual journey towards your personal freedom, then it's time to drop the shoulds and throw out the rule book so you can connect back to your own authentic truth. Join me for weekly conversations about practical spirituality and interviews with other spiritual practitioners and visionaries on how they're living their authentic truth. Get ready to unleash your inner divine rebel. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Divine Rebel podcast. I hope that you guys are all having a wonderful month so far. I can't believe that we are already halfway through the month of July. I have no words for time right now. I feel like it is just speeding by, but also in some ways slow. I don't know. I see a lot of people talking about what is time, and I fully have to agree with that sentiment that I have no idea what time is right now. I am recording this right after the full moon in Capricorn, so I hope that you guys had a good full moon. I hope that you released whatever needed to be released with this one. I know there were some crazy energies going around. A lot of people sleep was messed up or really crazy dreams. I know that kind of happens with every full moon. I know that I had some crazy dreams leading up to the full moon this time around. Yeah, I think that's just like par for the course though. Let's get into today's topic. So this kind of came to me as I was journaling today of this idea of spirituality, like being seen as almost this like race to the end. That's where I want to go with the episode, but I want to start with what came up for me as I was journaling and what led to this. And since I've started moving in this new direction with the podcast and kind of what I'm talking about, I've really been feeling led to focus more on intuition as a topic that I want to talk about which makes total sense for me because as I've mentioned before on this podcast, my conscious son in my human design is gate 57, the gate of intuition in the gene keys that is also in the sphere of my life's work. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that your life's work is literally intuition. I guess in my case, I always look at it as I don't think it's like all. I don't think that my job title and all that stuff is like going to be intuition. But at the same time, in that life's work sphere, it is supposed to embody every type of job or career that you have. You're supposed to be using your life's work, the gift that's in that sphere in your life's work, you're going to probably end up seeing that it shows up a lot. And so I'm not surprised that I'm feeling led to focus more on intuition, because it is something that is such a big part of my life. And right now where I'm at with everything is allowing things to come in its own time. I know that I definitely have a tendency to want to push, to want to get answers, to want to see where everything is leading right away. But I also know that a lot of my life lessons is about having patience, is about being in the present moment. So that is what I have really been trying to work on. And trust me, it is work because I have a tendency to want to future trip, as I call it, a lot. And also the gate 57 
the gate of intuition is in the spleen and all of the gates in the spleen have a fear attached to it. That's the whole point. And the gate 57 is the fear of the future, fear of the unknown. So it makes sense that I would spend all of my time trying to see what's coming, where is this going to lead, what is this meant to turn into. And that is that play between the of the shadow side and the intuition, right? The unease being that you do spend a lot of time like worrying about what's coming in the future or you just don't really trust the intuition. And so I've really been playing with those two aspects of it, but really trying to have patience and to allow the answers to come in in their own time because I honestly don't really know how this work is going to develop in the future. I don't know if the intuition piece is meant to be an actual offering or something that I'm meant to help people with or if the intuition piece is something that is just maybe something I just talk about here. I don't know how that's supposed to play out. So sitting with it this morning, I realized that in the past couple of weeks since I've been feeling this call to like move towards this intuition thing. I also have been relying a lot on tarot cards to give me the answer or to see if it leads me in any certain way. Again, that pushing, right? That sort of also that mistrust, I would say almost the intuition has told me, my intuition has told me sort of the direction I meant to go in and yet I question it or I'll think to myself, is that right? Or is this actually what it's supposed to be? And when I think about helping other people develop their intuition, that's what came up for me was this idea of how can you help other people with their intuition when you don't trust your own? And that's what led me to thinking about this idea that we're always led to believe that like we have to be the expert on everything or that we can never fuck up, we can never question it, we can never learn as we go, that we just have to show up as this like whole person who like already is a hundred percent in tune with their intuition, like in my case, right? Like you're always led to believe that if you don't have all the answers, then you're not allowed to talk to other people about it or you're not like you're not supposed to teach other people and I know that's also one of my limiting beliefs or hang-ups or whatever that I have to work through is this idea of like perfectionism right we're always sold this sort of story especially living in capitalist society which obviously we all are that it's okay you have to be perfect at everything that you do and you can't show up and teach or help others or do anything until you yourself are perfect at it. It was really that idea that it's I had to stop and really look at where that was coming from that I was thinking if you don't even trust your own intuition or if you question your own intuition then who are you to help other people or to talk about it When really, to me at least, I believe, especially something like intuition, is something that may be a lifelong struggle, right? Um, 
And I want to get into it deeper. I want to actually go more into intuition in later episodes and talk about conditioning and all of those things that go into it because it's not as simple as just saying, okay, one day you wake up and you just fully trust what your intuition is telling you and you don't listen to any external noises or you don't like still get caught up in limiting beliefs or you know your own shit from the past like all of that right like it's not this sort of like instant fix it's something that we all have to work at because a lot of times growing up we haven't been told or taught to trust our own instincts our own intuition our own inner voice we're always told to like weigh pros and cons and really think it through and do all that stuff which if you've been around my podcast or spirituality or even I look at it from like a human design perspective as well there's a lot of things at play here because obviously in human design we have our like our strategy and authority and our authority being like that decision making process that is in our body and not in the mind. And a lot of people don't really know that, especially I think uh, I speak to a lot of like emotional authority people who somewhere deep down know that, yes, I meant to take time before I make a decision. Like I'm not just meant to say yes right away. And that's what feels right to me because a lot of times they'll say, oh yeah, I am somebody who's had to take time or not jump into things. And so somewhere inside your body already knows, but obviously we are not trained to trust in our body. We're trained to trust in the mind. So that's a different topic for a different day. But really what it led me back to was this idea that the really want to show up as this perfect person who knows everything, has all the answers, when really I think the beauty of it is talking to somebody who is maybe only a few steps ahead of you or someone who's like also on that journey with you. I think that we're really moving towards this time where everything is more collaborative than this idea of looking towards this one person who has all the answers, has perfected all the skills, right? Like I think that I've talked about it before, like this idea of not looking for the guru. So it's, I think that is really the piece that even I myself have to work through because obviously there's a lot of imposter syndrome and things that come up around this idea of who am I to talk about these things. Really funny because like, like I obviously know that my conscious son is gate 57, that it's like intuition makes up 70% of who I am. And yet there's still a part of me that doesn't trust that like I'm somebody who can speak on it or maybe even knows it intimately. And so in the past few days, I've actually been having a conversation with a friend about something similar around this idea of like even spirituality itself being seen as almost this race to the end, right? Especially, I think, here in the West, like, a lot of our sort of ideologies and things like that is about coming out on top and being the best and winning the race and things like that. And when it comes to spirituality, I think that you actually can see this a lot, even in, like, different modalities or different ways that people talk. One of the examples that comes to mind for me is like the human design 
community or even that like world because as more people start to come in and find human design and are being exposed to it I think so many people feel so drawn to it they feel like oh this system really speaks to me it like it is my guidebook like it shows me who I'm meant to be and so they come in and they find it and obviously like they will go down the rabbit hole and they will want to look at every piece of it and then you find so many people that immediately want to become human design readers or start using it in their businesses like start to use like human design for business or teach it to other people and things like that which I'm also guilty of doing the like I found it and then wanted to go and talk about it and teach it and become a human design reader, all that stuff. Like I am also guilty of falling down that rabbit hole. I'm coming up on two years of working with this system and I've barely begun to even scratch the surface with it. The whole point is that your deconditioning or the experiment is supposed to be for seven years and yet you you find all of these people who like found it and then all of a sudden are talking about oh I found human design and now I'm making seven figures in my business and it's and I'm not saying that may not be true for these people and you know that like people aren't being honest about it but at the same time I feel like it totally misses the point of what this system is about which is like that it's not this like race to get to the end and be like totally healed or even okay you're living your design perfectly all of those things right like it's not meant to be for that it's supposed to be a journey it's supposed to be I don't I honestly I don't really know anyone who has found it like so simple because I can speak from my own experience of the fact that finding out that I'm a projector was one thing right that felt very true to who I am and that felt very and that I was being recognized for like who I meant to be but then finding out that I was a splenic projector was something totally different because saying that okay you're meant to follow these like small little like whispers that come to you in the moment and that's how you're meant to make decisions that has not been easy at all I don't know if sure I'm definitely not the most zen like in my body person it's something that I now after a few years of being on this journey of really looking at all the different parts of my human design my astrology I'm currently going through my nodal return so I feel like now I'm more in a place where I'm actively working with all of these systems to really like ground into my body and really feel those like maybe those splenic hits or when some when my intuition speaks to me all those things I feel like I'm now coming into that I am not somebody who was really great at meditating every day or even the journaling practice which I've been doing now for about almost two months the morning pages that that has been really helpful but I still have a tendency to overthink and be in my head a lot and all of those things makes it really hard to be a splenic projector or even just a splenic authority in general where you're like 
supposed to be listening for these little whispers and these little this little moment of guidance that doesn't come through as just maybe just like a yes or a no. You everybody will talk about it in different ways of what it feels like for them, which is so right because everybody feels it a different way. Same with the sacral, same with your emotional authority, same with any of them. Everybody is going to feel it in a different way. And so this idea that you're going to find your human design and like within a month you are <laughs> like fully living this to the point that like your business is thriving and all of these things. I will say like I kind I find that hard to believe because I like I said I'm coming up on my second year and only now do I feel like I'm going into like deeper levels of deconditioning. It took me this long to even just learn the basics of like my own design, like which gates I have defined, undefined, and which energy centers like I'm consistently working with. All of those things, variables, all of the little pieces of my own design that I'm working with. And only now am I coming into a place where it's, I can look at those things deeper and really say, oh, okay, this is what's affecting this, or this is how I meant to work with this. And even then, I don't even really feel like I am that like great at working with it all of the time because there's still a lot of things that sometimes I'm like yeah I don't really know exactly how I meant to work with that or how does that show up for me and even the deconditioning part of trusting those like intuitive hits and the splenic nudges and like all those things right that doesn't really come easy for me because I deal with a lot of conditioning from my family, from my culture, from society as a whole, like all of it, just like we all do. We bring all of those pieces into it. It's not just about, okay, if I was like living on an island by myself, I never had to listen to anybody else and I could just fully be in my body and just follow my human design all the time, it would be perfect. Like we don't live like that. We all are surrounded by everybody. People put expectations on us. People need things from us. And we're constantly having to go between, okay, what do I really want? And what do the people in my life need? There's a lot of stuff that we deal with. And so I think this idea that people find this system and then like, a couple months later, or I don't even know how long it takes them, but I feel like people have a really quick turnaround of, okay, now I'm teaching this system or I am whatever. I'm now like thriving in my business with it. And I keep saying business because that's the part that I like that I see is that people don't really talk about how they're thriving in their life with it because that's the part of human design, right? It's not about just using it in your business. That's one aspect of it. And that's not even really what the system was made for. Sure, you can talk about it in terms of business. And there are aspects of it that you can definitely use in your business or work or whatever. But the system is really made for you to thrive in life in every aspect in every relationship in every just situation that you're in it's that you're constantly supposed to just be checking in with yourself but I I see people using it more in this way that's okay if I can use it to bring in the money then everything else will fix itself so there's almost this like race that I see to prove that you've got this system down 
that like you found it, worked with it, and now you're just like off and running and that you've got it down. And I don't know, I just, unless other people are finding it a lot easier or they just have (laughs) a lot less to decondition, I don't really find that's accurate or that's honest because I feel like at this point, if you're not really taking the time to work on your own deconditioning and your own process, right? Like on coming back into yourself and who you are, then really it's you you can't just go off and try to just like teach this to other people or just, I don't know, I think the way I see it, like at this point of kind of being in this like human design community or just what I see it's I actually find that it probably would be more beneficial for people to just be talking about their own journey with their own design you're always going to have the people who want to teach the basics which is needed because there are still people who are finding it there will still be people in the future who find this system and will need to know the basics and you know what it is and all of that stuff but at some point, it has to go deeper than just saying, okay, this is what this type is, and this is what this authority is, and this is what this profile line is, or all that stuff. It's, it has to go deeper. And I think that people really slowing down enough to really examine, okay, how am I working with each of these parts? How is it all like, how am I deconditioning it? How am I like really recognizing the parts that I have and how I'm using it, how it's coming through, like how it feels for me, all of those things I think is more beneficial than just this like constant sort of regurgitating of the information because I see so many posts online about this is what a projector is and this is what a generator is and they're all great. Like I no shade on anyone. I think they're all great and they're all needed but at some point, it just almost feels, okay, is this really like all it's going to be is just this either like we're going basic or it's okay, I'm only going to teach you how to use this in your business, but not go deeper into the like our own introspection of our design. Because to me, I think that's actually more necessary or more needed than even the like, basics, because the basics, it's If you're really interested, if you find the system and you're instantly like, oh my God, what is this? I need to know everything about it. There are so many books, so many resources out there already like that at some point it needs to stop just being like, okay, I'm a projector. Great. But again, not all projectors, not all, no one is created the same. That's the whole point. I know that we say that about everything. No one's created the same, but even in human design, Like, I have yet to meet anyone else who has a chart that's exactly like mine or even close. Like, I can meet 50 different projectors who all have vastly different designs, whether that's because your authority is different or your profile lines are different, the energy centers you have are different, the gates you have are different. There's just so much nuance in it that it goes beyond just, okay, we're all just projectors or we're all just generators. And so we all have to do the same thing. It's no, like, I want to know what makes you different. I want to know the parts of your design that make you different than the way that I would show up as a projector. So I think that this whole race to like, 
to say that, okay, I found this system and I want to show you how it works and I want to show you how I made a million dollars from using this system. Like, that's great and that is like needed at some point. But I think for a system that is like not new in terms of the system itself, but I think that there are a lot more people who have found it in recent years and come into to working with it or even just finding it that you need to start at a place that's okay take the time to really figure out like who you are and along the way I'm sure everything will click into place as you're working with the system it will all begin to click into place and you'll see how okay by deconditioning this part like now I see how this area of my life is thriving and so on and that's my little rant or whatever, if you will, about (laughs) human design. The other one that came up in conversation along the same lines was this idea of like your healing journey and how people act like there's some sort of like finish line to your healing journey that we're all trying to reach. Like I know that the past couple of years, the past couple of months even, have been really heavy and a lot of people have been talking about doing shadow work and inner child healing and all of it. We've been dealing with a lot of stuff and this idea that, okay, I'm trying to reach some finish line of healing, that's just, I don't want to say that there is no finish line or that we can never get to a place where we're healed, but that really shouldn't be our objective because honestly, I think that we find that even things that we think that we've healed and things that we think that, okay, I'm over this or I like worked through that could come back around at a later time in a different way, in a different situation. And I think this idea that, okay, I'm supposed to be just like, I'm almost getting this feeling of, oh, I'm just supposed to like rush through this healing process. Okay, this came up. Let me look at it. Let me fix it. Let me move on. And then one after the other until you get to a point where it's like, cool, now I'm done with the work. I did everything I'm supposed to do. And now I can just chill. Okay, that might be the case at some point. I would like to think that as we look through all of these things, as we heal these things, that yes, like the healing journey becomes hopefully easier, right? There won't be as much shit that comes up. There won't be as much like shit that we're constantly having to deal with because we will at some point have dealt with that and said, okay, I'm putting it behind me now. But that's not to say that like new things don't come up or that you won't be faced with something else that you might have to deal with. But this idea that, okay, I have officially finished my healing journey and Now I'm just like gonna chill. I feel like that's a very like Western mindset of like when I look at like Western spirituality, it's that's that's what you're told is okay, I'm just supposed to keep working, keep pushing until I can get to some place, get to like the finish line and whoever wins or whoever gets there first, like there is no prize, right? Maybe the prize is just okay, peace of mind, okay. I've done what I need to do, but that does seem to be this very like Western spirituality like mindset of I'm constantly just trying to like beat everyone else in this race to like get to the end. Whereas I think that like in Eastern philosophy, that's really not the thing. It's like your spiritual journey is just like a lifelong journey that you're on. It's something that like, yes, I think that as 
you do be like you do begin your healing journey and you do go through it and the more things you heal it's as new things come in you know how to deal with it you're like I think that's more the accurate way to describe it is I think that we just become better at dealing with new situations because we're now like oh okay I that came up before I handled it this way or I've been here before I know how to deal with this we just become less reactive to things as opposed to maybe at the beginning of our healing journey where everything is coming at us and our nervous system is like going crazy and everything is stressful it's you can get to a place where maybe your body just feels more relaxed and your nervous system is healed to a point where it doesn't just always go crazy at every every new thing that's coming at you but there really is no feeling of okay this is the end right this is I have healed everything I have looked at everything because you never know every new situation the thing that's coming to mind is even if let's say that you've dealt with all of your inner child reparenting all the things from childhood and then when you have kids of your own, if you have kids of your own, there's things that are going to come up again that are like, okay, my parents dealt with this in this way. Now, how do I want to deal with this? There are going to be other situations where you're put in these like situations where you have to look at, okay, how would I have handled this in the past? What have I seen? What has been my experience? And how do I now going forward want to handle this. So I think that this idea that we're somehow like getting to this place of like healing everything and okay, I'm done. I now get to just like chill and nothing is ever going to bother me or come up again. Um, it's just not realistic, I feel. I don't know anyone who has 100% healed every single thing that they're meant to heal. And again, like, I think that there are cycles of life. I think that there are times when, yes, the healing is a lot more prominent in life. Like, I will say in my own experience, like the past few months, like the beginning of this year, felt like I was in the thick of it. It was like a constant barrage of, okay, now heal this, and then this is coming up, and then this. It just, it felt almost, oh my god, I don't know how much more of this I can handle. I don't, there is just so much coming up to be looked at, to to work through. And then after I, you know, did a good chunk of it, then it was like, because, you know, while I was going through that, it also felt like, okay, like life is just not moving forward. Things just aren't really moving forward for me. I feel very stuck. And then it was like I got to a point where then things sped up. Like I had my move, I came here and I had to get everything figured out, had to settle in here and all of that. And so that point felt, okay, like my healing journey for now is on pause or it's on hold or whatever. I don't have the time or the the headspace really to look at anything else to really work through anything else. That's not to say that things wouldn't cr- like crop up once in a while that I was still dealing with. I think this whole year has been one big like healing journey and even though right now it feels a little bit quieter on that front, I don't feel like I'm constantly having to look at things, but I think there's still stuff that comes up, things that are still there, things that I maybe have ignored for a long time and things like that are still there 
that don't go away. It's just that it's just not the time right now. Like right now I need to focus on different things. And then later on when it's the time to deal with it, it will come up again, whether that's just through if it comes up because like my guides or my spirit team is like, hey, it's time to look at this or because there's a new person in my life who is like bringing that stuff up for me again. There's always going to be this thing of, okay, it'll come back around. There are things that you still need to look at. And so it's never just going to be this like, cool, okay, I spent six months (laughs) doing this healing journey and now I am all healed and good to go. It's no. That I think is wishful thinking, but I also don't want to make it seem like this healing journey is just this forever daunting thing that's like lurking (laughs) like over our heads. Because like I said, I do think over time it becomes easier. It becomes easier to spot the triggers. It becomes easier to work through them. It becomes easier to set our boundaries and to not do the people pleasing and all of those things that maybe are the things that you have had to heal in the first place. I think those things become easier over time, but that's not to say that they will completely disappear unless like you get to a point where maybe you really have set those boundaries and you're very like, I want to say strict with them, but that also sounds very like stern, but just you're really sticking by them. If you set the boundaries and you are really living by them, then yeah, like then those things maybe won't crop up as much because it's like you're really showing people and the universe that yes when I say no no I'm not gonna put up with this shit anymore I'm not gonna do this stuff anymore so yeah over time maybe that stuff doesn't come up as much but that takes a lot of work to get to that place we I feel like we, when I say we, the spiritual community, whatever, online, has been talking about boundaries so much over the past, like, couple of months especially. I've been seeing it everywhere. But it's one thing to just talk about it, and it's another thing to really set those boundaries and live by them day to day. Like, we can all say, oh yeah, like, I have boundaries, but then the minute somebody comes in and wants to step over that boundary, a lot of people will fold. And there's no judgment in that because that's human nature to maybe not be as like stern when we say, okay, no means no, right? Like sometimes we're like, yeah, but that person really needs my help. And it's just this one time sort of thing. And so we need to work at that. And that's okay. So all of this being said, I think that really my point of talking about all of this is just this idea that we see that like spirituality has almost turned into this like race to see who gets to the finish line first and who is really perfect at all the things (laughs) and it's to really give you permission to not have to fall into that trap of feeling like I have to be perfect before I can show up or I have to perfect all of these skills. If you find a system like human design or astrology or any of those things, like there is no rush to learn it the fastest, to master it the fastest. Like it's okay to take your time and to really get deep into it instead of just seeing it as this means to an end. I think that in spirituality, like we need to stop looking at everything as a means to an end and just look at it as part of the journey. So that's really what I wanted to talk about today was just this idea of even for myself, like really like being okay with things being a journey and to not look at it as, okay, I can't talk about these things because I 
haven't perfected it or and if I do feel that way to examine why because maybe it is that I really don't know enough and I shouldn't be talking about it or it could just be that it's I'm also falling into this capitalistic sort of tendency of oh my god okay if you're not gonna know every aspect of it then you're not allowed to show up and talk about it like that sort of thing and I think really giving yourself the time to be on this journey and to allow it to take you where it needs to take you instead of worrying about oh but I need to reach the finish line first or I need to just hustle to get over this or that or whatever because it's that's just not the point. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear thoughts about this if anything really struck stuck out to you or if you know there's anything else you want to say or just any thoughts I'd love to have a conversation with you guys about this I'm gonna leave you guys here but I hope that you have a great rest of your week and I will catch you on the next episode bye thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please subscribe post about it on social media or leave a rating and review If you're interested in learning more about my work, please go check out my blog where I dive deeper into these topics. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at flowinshakti. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.